Hello, and welcome to Awakened. Here you will hear the uncensored, unbiased truth of worldly affairs through the eyes of a believer. Cody McGee and I'm your host. Uh, this is episode one of Awakened. Uh, the topic for today is government corruption. I'm sure we can all agree that corruption has infiltrated our government and the media. Uh, this is something that's been in the making for a long time. Uh, the media is essentially a fourth branch of our government. Uh, uh, sometimes referred to as the fourth estate. In regards to corruption, I want to I want to talk about what took place today. Uh, the FBI director James Comey just today told lawmakers uh, that the agency has not changed its opinion that Hillary Clinton should not face criminal charges after a review of the new emails. Uh, to me, this is just insane because there was over 600,000 emails. They said it was going to take months to go through them. And so I, I think it was less than a week after they had originally uh, came out and said that they were reopening the investigation. Uh, they decided that they somehow got through uh, with all of those emails and they're coming to the same conclusion that she should not face charges, which is completely insane. Uh, this is what he said. He said, uh, based on our review, we have not changed our conclusions that we expressed in July. That was something he wrote to a letter to Congress uh, or to a uh, congressional committee chairman uh, just today. Uh, I think this uh, this just speaks for itself. Um, uh, as far as corruption goes, corruption is everywhere. Uh, it doesn't see a left or right side of the aisle. It's on both sides. Uh, both conservative media and liberal media are both corrupt to a certain extent. And I'm about to show you that right now. Uh, I'm sure you've heard uh, a guy named uh, Steve uh, Pichnik. He's a guy that uh, released a video saying that him and some other uh, intelligence personnel throughout the government were behind uh, these uh, newer emails that have been leaked and that he supposedly was working for um, the WikiLeaks uh, publisher, uh, which his name is, uh, I'm sure you know also, uh, Julian Assange. Um, it is just insane. Once again, um, uh, it. Well, I, I first seen the video just yesterday or maybe or maybe a few days ago um and it caught me off guard i definitely uh definitely believed everything that this guy 
uh, had to say. And uh, the, it was funny, the day after this latest video, uh, which I'm about to show you the soundbite from it, um, the day after that, uh, Julian Assange uh, appeared in an interview. Uh, so let me go ahead and get to the soundbite so I can show you what I'm talking about. And here goes Steve Pichnik. I'm Dr. Steve Pichnik. I wanted to talk to you, the American people, about the next five days in our republic. For the most part, many of you have understood that there was a civilian coup by Hillary Clinton and her sycophants regarding the takeover of the American Republic. As we've talked before, there was a counter coup initiated by those of us in the intelligence community, in the FBI, the New York Police Department, and many other institutions, both civilian and military, who were concerned about what Hillary and her friends were doing. That coup came out not through bullets or guns or tanks or soldiers. It came out through the egress of countless numbers of emails, literally in the thousands, that were exposed by many of our friends in the government who were concerned about the nature of the Republic and what was happening to it as Hillary and her cohorts were corrupting our system. The next five days are important because I want you to think very carefully about the state of the Republic. And what do I mean by that? What I mean is that in the past, we have had interruptions that were either initiated within the government or occurred because of other reasons. Let me give you an example. When I worked with Nixon in the Nixon administration, we initiated what was called a soft coup. Basically, Nixon was incapacitated, both physically and mentally, and we thank Henry Kissinger, who's Secretary of there State, it is. and literally held I'm the country to... Pause it right there. Okay. Uh, one thing you have to realize is uh, who Henry Kissinger is and how he's talking about Henry uh, Kissinger. Um, this guy's another globalist, another elitist, who thinks population control is a good thing. And when I say population control, I mean he wants the world population to be decreased by 50%. Uh, that's a quote from him. Um, here's another quote. Soldiers are dumb, stupid animals to be used as pawns for foreign policy. Um, here's another one. Today, America would be outraged if UN troops entered Los Angeles to restore order. Tomorrow, they will be grateful. This is especially true if they were told that there were an outside threat from, from beyond, whether real or promulgated, that threatened our very existence. It is then that all peoples of the world will plead to deliver them from this evil. The one thing every man fears is the unknown. When presented with this scenario, individual rights will be willingly relinquished for the guarantee of their well-being granted to them by the world government. This is something he said in 1991. 
what are we doing right now? We are handing our rights away uh, for the fear of terrorism, uh, for the fear of violence. Our government is literally using terrorism to promote their political views and their world, uh, their new world order agenda. Uh, and if you think about it, that in itself is the definition of terrorism. Our government is corrupt and at this point they could be considered a terrorist organization if you look at the definition um that might be kind of controversial but uh i'm not anti-usa i'm just anti-government let's get that straight uh i did serve six years in the army um so i'm not unpatriotic but when i have brothers uh, that have fought and died and sacrificed and sacrificed so much for the freedom for what little freedom that we have left uh, for them to go and counter that is a disgrace to every veteran that has ever fought in any war for us Uh, so that's why I'm kind of pissed off about that Anyways, let's finish up this video or this uh, soundbite. Gather and gave us a posture in the world which allowed us to maintain our supremacy. Under the Reagan administration, when he was unfortunately shot, uh, George Bush, the vice president, senior, took over. And with George Bush, senior and Baker, we were able to maintain the continuity of the Republic. And what I'm talking to you about now is the importance for all of us to think very seriously about the institutions that we have, the institutions that we don't particularly like and want to take over. But at the same time, we have to be very careful that we do not rip apart the fabric of this Republic. And what do I mean by that? I mean that we don't need guns. We don't need violence. We need a responsible protest, as we have seen on behalf of the people who work with Trump, believe in Trump, and others who are independents, who believed in Bernie Sanders, and who wanted Bernie Sanders to come in. That's a natural sequence for the republic, and it's an important element of dissent within our republic. If we were to go out and agitate and create havoc in the streets, we would be counterproductive. Why? Because the world would look at us and say, look, we're no better than the third-rate republic like Panama or Venezuela. In effect, what's happening is, because of the bravery of many men and women in the FBI, the CIA, Defense Intelligence Agency, the National Security Agency, and many others within the 15 intelligence bureaus, they've come forth and they've said, we want to maintain the integrity of the Republic and we will do that in a peaceful way. I share that point of view. When I say that there's a coup, I do not mean that you kill people or you go out and you create agitation, propaganda, and fire in the streets and and disrupt the everyday work life of America. What I mean by that is that we have been able, through 
the internet to disrupt any activities which are not beneficial to the republic. Who determines that? Pretty much you do, the American public. And when the American public was disturbed by what they heard and saw with regards to Hillary and Bill Clinton and Podesta and Uma Abedin, they reacted appropriately. I want to thank the Trump family for having come forth and offered their services to this country. They didn't have to. They were, a, they were not a political family. They were a business family, a lovely family of entrepreneurs who took the time and effort and the risk to present their father in the forefront and who took a lot of abuses. Clearly, he's not a saint, but at the same time, he's not a sinner. He is someone who expresses the voice of discontent in our republic. And at the same time, there was Bernie Sanders who expressed that discontent. For whatever reason, he decided to bow out of the race. It's unfortunate from my point of view because I had a lot of respect for him. I saw him uh, give a speech in Warner, New Hampshire, and I really admired what he had done. And on both ends, with Bernie Sanders and Trump, we had a very effective dissent in this modern age in the 21st century. But remember, corruption will be part of any hierarchical system, no matter where you go. A certain amount of corruption is inherent in a system where people have to rule other people. What really begs the issue is the amount of corruption. With the Clinton Foundation and the Clinton individuals, we had so much corruption that it basically undermined the republic. Obama was part of that corruption. The Bushes were part of that corruption, as Bill Clinton was. So in effect, you have to think of this revolution in a timeline between the 1990s and 2016, when Bill Clinton first came in, stole the election, and then the Bushes came back in, stole their election in Florida. And now we, the people, are taking away that right of the Clintons or anyone else to determine our fate. Okay, well, I'm going to go ahead and just stop it right there. Um, <laughs> uh, there's people claiming that uh, this is a major psyop uh, from our government because these are guys within the State Department that are coming up with this. Um, I'm not sure. I know, I know that at least part of what he says is true and part of it is false. Uh, uh, for one, uh, WikiLeaks is not working uh, with any of them. Uh, and uh, Julian Assange has actually uh, stated the opposite of what this guy says. And another thing is, is um, just thinking about the, the announcement from the FBI director today. Um, I don't know. I don't, I'm not 100% sure if they're looking at the Clinton Foundation or not, but right now, I don't think they are. Or <laughs> um, they would have, I don't know, they would have done something. Uh, I can't believe that she's even able to run. Uh, but anyways, uh, let's listen to this next uh, soundbite from a uh, interview with Julian Assange. What is WikiLeaks doing? Are they trying to put Trump in the White House? Trump would not be permitted to win. 
banks, in, intelligence, uh, arms companies. Well, they all want him. Beat foreign money, etc. Yeah. Is all united uh, behind Hillary Clinton, mm. and uh, and the media as well. Mm. Uh, so media owners uh, and even journalists themselves. Okay, so there you have it. Um, everybody is on Hillary Clinton's side, uh, including the media. Um, what he said basically contradicts what uh, Steve says. And I'm not going to say his last name because I keep tripping over it. Uh, anyways, it seems like that the mainstream media and not even just the mainstream media, all media is constantly throwing us disinformation. Um, it's coming from all directions and it's getting to the point where it's hard to tell if any of it at all is truth. I guess we'll find out November 8th. Uh, we'll see if, if Trump wins or if, uh, if Hillary wins, um, there's no telling at this point because the polls, um, it just depends on, uh, who's polling. Um, if it's a liberal, if it's a liberal or conservative, that's where it's going to lean. Uh, I don't know. I don't know of any poll that could really be as accurate as they claim. Uh, so I guess we'll find out. Well, we're for sure living in some crazy times. Uh, I think we're living in the last days. Um, I have one scripture that I'll read, and then uh, that'll probably be it for today. Uh, let's see. Second uh, Timothy 3, 1 through 3, 7. This is a scripture that's basically describing what's going on today. Um... I'm sure you'll agree. Uh, let's see. But know this, that in the last days, hard times shall come. For men shall be lovers of self, lovers of silver, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, thankless, wrongdoers, uh, unloving, unforgiving, slanderers, without self-control, fierce, haters of good, betrayers, reckless, puffed up, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, having a form of reverence but, but denying its power, and turn away from these. For among them are those who creep into households and captivate silly women, loaded down with sins, led away by various lusts, always learn, always learning, and never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. That was Second Timothy uh, three one through uh, three seven. Um, for me, that that uh, fits perfectly with what's going on today. There's a lot more scripture that points to the things uh, that are going on within our world than just this. But as far as corruption and greed, uh, I think this is a good one. Um, this has been episode one of Awakened. Uh, thanks for listening, and I hope you enjoyed the show.